Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing. I'm Stuart Whiffin. Sitting opposite me is... Stuart David Mangan, a.k.a. 76, a.k.a. Glasson's replacement for today. Lots of stews in the house today. Um, just oh, took a little photo there. Yeah, I thought I'd recall this for prosperity. Nice. I'll take another one where you're not blinking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's been blinking solidly for an hour. Um, he sent me to sleep. Uh, so... This is the intro that um, we'll have to give to 76. And uh, I mean, sure, I'll make sure he gets it. You'll be polishing your own turd today. <laughs> I will be. Yeah. Well, that'll be the second time today then. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank good you very you. much. Um, so, Glasson oh. is in Switzerland, I believe. What a lad. Uh, Dignitas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I so, uh, yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. He deserves it. He's worked hard all his yeah, life. Yeah. He has. It's like, come on, mate. Why don't you just chip off out there? We're, we're, we're all pretty much done with you now, yeah. mate. I mean, I'd have pr- pushed the syringe myself, to be fair, but... Yeah. Yeah. As long as he's happy. <laughs> as long as he goes quietly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, Chris is in Switzerland, um, and so we're still playing catch-up, so we've put a lot of pressure on you uh, recently to produce these lastminute.com, because obviously Chris has had some... Um, some some personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Bless him. Bless them all. Um, yeah, absolutely. And Best so wishes. it's all been a little bit lastminute.com, some of these recordings. Hence, uh, a couple of the Patreon ones have just been me having a chit-chat on my own or uh, Chris doing one on his own about me and, and vice versa. But you've all been really supportive and, and said nice things about those episodes. So um, that's really, really kind of you. Yeah, thank um, you to our listeners. Yes. That's why we do it. It's why we do it. And we was trying to arrange a um, annual recording for um, me, Chris, you, and Luke Van Boom, uh, and that couldn't happen, obviously, because of um, something that happened in Chris's uh, personal life. Um, Luke has uh, popped in, dropped a big box of goodies over, which I think we put a couple of pictures up on the socials of that. Uh, Thank you, Luke. A bottle of Deserano for you in there, 76. He's a very kind, generous guy. He's a very lovely Very generous man. guy. Thank you, Luke. Um, and, yes, so Chris lives in London. I live in Essex. 76 lives in Essex. Literally 
three minutes from my front door. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, we've got a... In, in, a, in an apartment, like, I don't just live... Like exactly three minutes from your front door. Like you don't leave your front door. Walk for three minutes and oh, look, it's Joe. So at Christmas, I thought I'll let him in out the cold. Yeah. And uh, and and yeah, I've made you coffee and cake. <laughs> so uh, expect a little bit of chomping throughout this and some slurping. This is a lovely cake. Um, it is. It's, it's very tasty. The chomping is the cake and the slurping to me sucking Stu's cock. <laughs> it's Christmas. It is Christmas, and it um, does come once a year. So thank you very much um, for listening this year. Um, it's been very nice. My dog's probably going to bark in a minute because there's a squirrel at the end of my garden and uh, he gets really angry with squirrels. Uh, so, and so he runs up the garden and hasn't realised after God knows how many times that he can't climb a fence. So he just sprints <laughs> into the fence uh, whilst the squirrel sits at the top and looks down on him, literally laughing. If you uh, get close, you'll see that is actually Chris in a squirrel suit. <laughs> <laughs> Switzerland's the only place you can buy a decent one. <laughs> <laughs> you get closer the school gets bigger <coughs> until it's like five foot eight brilliant um, if Chris was an animal what would he be? <laughs> Chris would be um, a vole a stoat a stoat yeah like, it's more it's got to be longer if, like stoat's <laughs> too like uh, sorry a, a, a vole's too cute and tubby yeah true like it'd have to be something leaner and more kind of uh, a ferret a ferret yeah, yeah. like Definitely. Like 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 big fat men with beards at summer fates put him down their trousers <laughs> with cuffs on the bottom of their trousers. The I hope in about ten years time, uh, I'm a I'm a big fat man with a beard at a fate putting <laughs> Chris do down my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put Chris down my trousers <laughs> and let him race around. Let him race around inside your trousers for <laughs> that little bomb around for <coughs> all the people at the fates amusement. <coughs> and people cheering and clapping and whooping while Chris whizzes around your ballooning fucking trousers. <laughs> your pantaloons. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Sorry if I cough. I'm not well at the moment as well, by the way, guys. Um, right, so thanks to our sponsors, uh, Luke Van Boom and Charles at Love Beer. Got a message from Charles. Thank you, Charles. Um, uh, this morning, he's uh, in India. He's in India um, this, this uh, festive time doing a bit of travelling and, and hopefully having a wonderful time. Mate, I wonder what an Indian Christmas would be like. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Mm, I imagine so. Mm. I don't know what it would involve. Just colours and music and dancing and everything. It'd be fucking brilliant. That's what... Well, it's got to be. It's got to um, be. Can't not be. So thanks to those guys. And again, thanks to you lot so much for listening this year and supporting the podcast. Um, so we are going to do um, top five things of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um. I've only got three, so have you. I've only got three. Should we see where this goes? <laughs> so let's go top six, shall we? <laughs> between us. Well, yeah, we can do five between us and, and, and an honourable mention. <laughs> yeah. That's one of mine's quite shit. Um, <laughs> that can be the honourable mention then. Brilliant. You start. I'll start, okay. Well, actually, it's might overlap with yours, I'd imagine, but one of my top five things that's happened this year um, has definitely got to be podcasts and production for me. Just a very personal one. Okay. In terms of, I know... HCL's been going for what two years a bit more a bit more oh, just over two years off the beaten track is what a year to the week a year to the month ish ish so yeah this year I think just continuing this whole community and connection of, of podcasting and meeting people mm-hmm. and doing stuff has been fantastic I mean this year I've produced for Hardcore Listing off the beaten track 
uh, Person First mm-hmm. with Ben, um, Haircuts for Homeless mm-hmm. with Stu. Um, I did a couple of other things for you and uh, Josh. Yep. Yep. What was that? Scarp Breaker, was Scott it? Breaker Scott Breaker. Um, the Lily Allen thing. Yep. That. Uh, Carol's. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> they've they've not seen the light of day. Ca- There's uh, the not. podcast that uh, Carol done with um, my girls. Yeah, Whiffwick. Yep. Um, yes, that's what, five or six podcasts I've been mm-hmm. producing for. I was on... Rich Wilson's podcast. One of my episodes of the year. Yep, Insane in the Membrane podcast, which was significant. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of great feedback for that. Thank you, Rich. You're a superstar. Um, then on top of that, yeah, like my YouTube channel that I've been doing, I've released a couple of podcasts as well, just about music and hip-hop and what have you. Yeah, it's been an insane year for that. I've met so many great guys through it. Like we said, you know, Stu Roberts, Rich, um, Gary Mansfield, mm-hmm. Mary Gansfield, um, etc. Just, just been, uh, Ben, obviously, mm-hmm. super guy, really <coughs> lovely guy. Uh, Luke and Charles. Just, it's, it's a really nice community that's coming together, and I've really, really enjoyed the opportunity that you guys have given me to exercise some of my production skills and learn myself. That's fine, but it just means that you owe us. <laughs> you a lot forever. Just, yeah, <coughs> it's the only reason at least fifteen or sixteen people know the name Seventy Six now. <laughs> this is great. The streams of my albums and stuff have gone up at least two percent <laughs> to twenty-one listeners. So I'm really pleased. Um, it's great, and it was it was lovely um, at the art exhibition thing that we we was all at. Oh, that was gold. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like everybody was there. It was nice, and, and you got to meet. Stu Roberts and I did, and he was. Oh, I've got the there were three Stews in the same building. There was, was wasn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know where one ended and the other began. It was mm. really, yeah, it was like the human cat, uh, human centipede of, of Stuarts. <coughs> the human centipede of all. Stewman centipede. Yeah. Even better. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, met Adamski. Yes. Tash met Adamski. She was well happy. Yeah, I could see. Yeah. I could see. It was yeah. a good night. It was like. It, you know, it was the, the, a whole little community was there, and it was it was very very nice. Um, and interestingly enough, um, Stuart Roberts was in the studio that I recalled lots that when I'm in town. He phoned me up and he's like, "Can I borrow your studio?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course, come in and, and record." And he was recording with um, Lena Heady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cersei, Cersei, Queen Cersei. The um, legend, the woman, the myth. I mean, you Game of Thrones fan? I love it. It's one of it's my second favorite TV show of all time. Third favorite TV show <laughs> of all time. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Cersei was my favorite character of Game of Thrones. Controversially. I mean, to give you a little bit. I mean, I, I only you know she came in and she was absolutely delightful. Mm. Uh, was running late because she missed her bus. Gotta be worth millions. Gets yeah. the bus. I love that shit. Um, I hope she sent a strongly lettered email to TFL. Yeah, we burnt the bus out on the way home. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, those kids will never see Christmas again. Will they? <laughs> yeah. But um, what what was really, to, to, you know, I guess it's safe to say that she's an A lister, isn't she? she yeah, 100%. you know. Game of Thrones. Anyone in Game of Thrones, A-list. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Stu is new to podcasting. He's not put anything out yet. Um, he's recorded a few, I'd yeah. say. They yeah. are excellent, by the way. I've I've got three to do, mm. and I've already completed two for him, and they are fascinating. 
because they were the volunteers of the people that do the yeah. haircuts for homeless. Yeah. So I've got, uh, I think there's a lady from Manchester and one from Birmingham, possibly, um, where they where they do it. And yeah. They are absolutely fascinating, selfless, wonderful people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to hearing them. Yeah. But. Recording podcasts, I'm the least techie person ever. Um, needless to say, like generally with stuff, I'm like, so you can, how do I make that do that? Um, <laughs> and, this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Stu turned up with his equipment. And I was like, do you want to use the stuff to set up? No, no, I'll, I'll use my own. I was like, okay. And uh, and then, yeah. I was like, He's sure. Such a diva, isn't he? Yeah. And then. I gave him my little backup recorder as well, and I went, just press record on that as well, just in case there's any issues, you've got a backup. Brilliant. About 45 minutes in, I looked through the window, and he was there, head in hands. And I was like... <laughs> Headly in hands? Headly in hands, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you all right? And he was like, didn't record. I was like, oh, you got the backup though. I forgot to turn that on. I was like... <laughs> she was just like, it's cool, just do it again. And it's like... No, you just think, I've met a fair few people off the telly box over the years. Yeah. And time is the very time's lean. Is, yeah, and, time is limited for those, uh, those guys. Let alone someone as famous as her. Mm. So fucking cool. Yeah. So normal. Like, you, if it's the you, least you could do after missing her bus, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, very excited to uh, see that podcast uh, come out in uh, 2020. Um, at twenty past eight tonight. Yes, Shit, yes. I haven't done it. Yeah. I'm not working. Crack on, mate. Well, uh, j- just for um, <clears throat> you that uh, are only listening to this, obviously, uh, Stu did actually look at his watch then as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so I, 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 if I do a number four, my, mine is also um, podcasting um, because um, we're. You know, it, can you be a professional podcaster? I don't know. You know, I think you are. I'm not. Is Scroobius Pip a professional podcaster? Do you have to get to that level of like Pip and Buxton and that to be a professional podcaster? Then what's, again, what's the tipping point for being professional? Like, I don't you know, like know. your blue tick on Twitter, right? There's got to be a tipping point, or there's got to be a. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be a thing where you suddenly become a professional podcaster. Yeah. We if, should it, find if it out becomes what that your is. sole income and you can yeah. support your your, ah, your that's entire it, life, it? that's it. I think. Yeah. 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 I'm certainly not a professional then. Or if you wear a tie when you do it. Oh, right. I might have one of my old 80s Paisley ones somewhere. Go and dig <laughs> that out. Um, Ian Paisley's tie? Yes, yes. Um, I went to see the, the body before. No, just leave that alone. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Um, right, so. <clears throat> okay, so this. The, so, so 2019, in regards to podcasting, uh, was. <clears throat> I guess business as usual for hardcore listing. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's its own uh, juggernaut, isn't it? It just—it's—it's it's lovely, you know. We look at the, the amount of downloads we get, and it's like—it's—it's it's become a real easy thing to do now. Even though I did start this podcast by saying it's been tricky trying to get everything sorted and done, but generally Saturdays, Chris comes round lunchtime. We have a couple of cups of coffee, record the Monday episode, then record the Patreon episode, and then I spend about the next three days going to Chris, have you sent it to 76 yet? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and, uh, I'll spend three days going, if they ain't sent it, I ain't <laughs> <done> it. 
Excuse me. And I'm ringing uh, work saying, can I change my shifts? Can someone cover this shift so that I can, I can do this podcast? Sorry, kids, you can't come and see me this week. <laughs> you can't see your daddy because I've got to do the podcast with Stu and Chris. Daddy's got to wipe Chris's ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and so it's just been uh, really nice. Okay, but, Uncle Dad. Well, <laughs> but then, um, yeah. Uh, off the beaten track's been an absolute joy. Um, That's why I was surprised when you said you only had three moments from 2019. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean... Mate, honestly, you've met some incredible people, had some incredible chats. I've been very lucky. Yeah. been very lucky. Um, sitting in a room with a Marley, that was quite bizarre. Yeah. That was bizarre. Yeah. Um, the dog from Marley and me. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, they've had... Uh, Owen Wilson couldn't make it. They've he? had it stuffed. Yeah. And uh, big, big dog. Um, but yeah, it that was... Uh, that was quite crazy, um, and I, I think one of the highlights was was getting to sit with James Lavelle. Um, I was I was a little bit blown away by that. Mm. And, and and last week's episode, which was with um, Matt from Swade, was uh, again off the beaten track for me. It's just saying where I, I get that I'm just lucky that I get to sit with the people who made the music I grew yeah. up listening to, uh, and it's yeah, it's lovely. I got some. Some exciting people lined up for 2020. Uh, uh, one, two, oh, all three of them been on hardcore listing. Uh, no, two have been on hardcore listing. Uh, so if you remembered the episode with Billy Lum from the Subways, where we done top five moments in life for Brian, where he <laughs> literally recited it in full character as well. Uh, so yeah, Billy's coming on. Um, but yeah, uh, so that, that, that's been really nice. Um, done a, a little mini episode, a little mini series called uh, "Absolutely David." Uh, oh, I produced those, and you as produced well. those as well those, yeah. with uh, with David Edwards of um, Brian Gittins and Friends. Um, that's something I've really enjoyed doing. Uh, that's available. Uh, just check out "Absolutely David," little fifteen minute episodes where we just pick the weird and wonderful brain of David. Um, I love Gittins as well. I love oh, Gittins. amazing. You ever love. seen the pilot that he did where he was a taxi driver? No. It was it was just one episode. Gittins, if you're listening, um, please do a series of this. It was about a year or two ago and it was like a half hour long thing but he would just played uh, like a, a taxi driver who's classic Brian Gittins, like, you know, wife's left him, no contact yeah. with his kids and he was just a taxi driver driving around at night talking to... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Like the, the woman in the office, control office. And it was glorious. I've like never glorious. Even... I can't remember what it's called. It might be on YouTube. I think it's like a BBC One thing or BBC Two thing. Yeah. Mate, check that out if you haven't seen it. It's wonderful. Oh. It's, it's up there with his, you know that little YouTube thing where he is the robot living on the farm? Yeah. Fucking golden. That um, kind of I mean, if you go and get in on YouTube, we've said it a million times, just go and watch The Recording. <laughs> the Recording with Brett. <laughs> oh, my word. <clears throat> that makes Keep me die. Simple. Yeah, shoplifters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's muscle memory. Uh, <laughs> it's never not funny. Naughty girls. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty girls shot. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> yes, that's something that uh, never ever gets boring. I think a few people went and watched Brett do his live show last night at the, at the BFI. If you get a chance to go and watch um, Brett do his live show, so that's been one of my highlights this year. Got to see Brett do two live shows. Um, they were absolutely amazing. But... So, um, I'm going to throw uh, my, my third one in. Yeah. I'm going to jump in yeah. before you while we're just talking about live shows and podcasts. Um, this is um, as gorilla as we are doing this podcast. You can. It is quite gorilla, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is gorilla. Um, uh, the Pod Bible Presents Pod and Mix live show at the London Podcast Festival. And um, you could make that. You was working, wasn't you? I was, yeah. You, you did ask me to be your plus one. That's right. And I had my heels and dress ready. That's right. I couldn't get out of work, unfortunately. And it was Chris and I, well, we, we did release the episode on Hardcore Listening, so if you haven't listened, um, fuck you. And Oh, sorry, um, you can go back and have a listen. Uh, but, yeah, it was um, something that the, the mag that me and Pip have put together with um, our pal Adam, um, we put some live events on um, with Acast, and we collaborated with... Um, BT, Rose and Camille of the Birthday Girls House Party podcast and uh, done top five ingredients that make the perfect house party and it was fucking brilliant. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, them three girls were uh, an absolute delight. A proper crack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other two? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just brilliant to be able to <laughs> sit there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so much fun. Now wicked, and uh, and it was really nice that um, a big stack of uh, of you lot come along and, and supported it and, and watched and and hung out and got drunk with us. And and I've just got to tell you this story because I don't know if I, I I told it on hardcore listening, but I've definitely told it on um, off the beaten track. Um, but Chris still to this day uh, will not believe that there is a band in existence called Gene um, or Squeeze. Uh, G Gene isn't G E N E. Yeah, yeah. got their album covers white and it's got like handwriting for the Gene. Oh uh, yeah, they got they got yeah. loads of albums. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember from HMV as well, but yeah. Uh, and, you know, and Squeeze up the junction. Yeah. Absolute banger. Absolute banger. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't doesn't think Squeeze are an actual band, and I'm like. 
Where Surely he knows that song. Of course he knows that. He must know Call for Cats. Fucking... I'm glad he's in dignitas. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got to worry about him anymore. Um, <clears throat> at least come 11 o'clock. We can, uh, we can all breathe out, so I believe. Yeah. Which he won't be able to do. <laughs> uh, quite fittingly. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? I've lost my way. Gene... Yes. Yeah. So at the at the live show afterwards, there, we was all in the bar, um, and uh, I was just sort of chatting to um, all the people that sort of come along and 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 were hanging out and that, and it was really nice. And and uh, I was chatting to one of um, one of our um, really lovely listeners, and she was going and she went, um, "Who would you like to have on off the beaten track?" And I went, do you know what? I have hassled Martin Rossiter of Gene for so long on social media like about having him guess, not just hassling. Right? <laughs> yeah, you um, suck. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and he's, he's quite, quite a recluse from that industry. And, and he just announced he was doing like a, a one-off like final ever gig. I mean, that's it. He's, he's never doing anything you know, in, in, as, as, as an artist again musically. You know, in the public domain, I guess. Um, and and I said, just only at barbecues, family barbecues, and yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, and I went, I seen a bit. I said, I'm just going for a wee. And as I walked out the bar to find the toilets in King's Place, I walked into Martin Rossiter from Gene. You didn't know he was there. No, just complete coincidence. Literally, just finished that conversation, right. walked out and bumped into him. What do you know? And. He was like, I was like, hello, Martin. And he was like, all right, looked petrified because I looked like I'd just seen a ghost. Did he recognise you? Like, would he have known who you were? No, God, no. Um, and and then, yeah, I was just like, this is so bizarre. And I had to sort of explain the conversation I'd just had. And yeah. then he was charming. And, and then a few weeks later, I drove down to Brighton. Mate. And we recorded Off the Beaten Track. And it was fucking great so um yeah that that live event in general was was brilliant like um and and, and just getting to and do you know what like we did actually like get a, a message from king's place saying like i don't know i think like collectively like we'd we'd earned like oh god that's what it was like 150 quid or something like that i was like well look we're not going to divvy it up and and, and give like it's 20 quid each yeah so i was like so I messaged the girls and I was like, should we just go and spend it on booze and just have a night on the piss and yeah. then record another episode somewhere? And they were like, yeah. So we'll get Christmas out of the way and then we will uh, follow that up and go out on the piss with the birthday girls and, uh, and record another episode. So yeah, that's three. The live uh, Pod Bible presents Mate. Pod and Mix. What are you going for next, Stuart? Um, well, I just remembered <coughs> something that was quite exciting. Okay. Um, so I'm going to shoehorn this little tiny one in but whenever like me and Tash go out wherever we wherever we might go my little stock line before we walk into the gig or the the bar or the person's house or whatever it is about to get recognised tonight and I <laughs> right <laughs> here we go <laughs> every time never happens like why would somebody recognise yeah. like, why unless like, I went to school with them yeah. or I work with them like no one <laughs> fucking yeah. care who I am right but we were we went to fancy the weekend away last month and we like, like most people do, like the outdoors, walking around in the woods, taking in a bit of bit of fresh air and greenery, etc. So we decided that we were going to go to Nottingham. You know, we've got Nottingham Forest, Sherwood Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we stayed in a, a little Best Western up there. Um, I like to call it just Western. Um, wasn't the greatest room. Yeah. Um, didn't do what it said on the tin. Didn't do what it said on the tin. It didn't at all. 
Mm. Uh, I won't go into the story because it's, it's irrelevant to this. Should one. it be called Average at Best Western? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the very least. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so we, we had a little walk around Sherwood Pines, which was stunning. Um, had a little walk around Sherwood Forest, which wasn't as stunning, a little bit touristy, right yeah. next to a main road. Yeah. Um, but we did see the tree that Robin Hood used to hide in, thousand-year-old tree, which is okay. quite exciting. It didn't exist, but yeah. But on the way up, um, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, but the tree be bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He was a fox. He oh, was right. A, a fox in a little green hat, oh, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. 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 By an hour. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> anyway, on the on the journey up there, Tash is sitting in the passenger seat, going through Instagram, um, and saw that uh, everyone's uh, good friend Rich Wilson was actually in Nottingham doing a yeah. stand-up gig. So what are the what are the chances? So we messaged him and agreed to meet up with him at the stand-up gig. So we went there, it was him, um, some really unfunny comedian, a guy called Ian Stone, who's super, uh, and another guy who, forgive me, I can't remember his name, but again, he was super, like, re- like really funny, genuinely funny. Then afterwards, we went and hung out in the bar with with Rich, Ian, and, and the other guy, and we were chatting to Ian a lot. And I did the classic to Tash, here we go, right? <laughs> Someone, someone's going to recognise me tonight, you know, did the little partridge face, you know. Um, anyway, a guy recognised me. Fuck off. He fucking came over. <clears throat> guy called Steve. Nice dude. Um, yeah, I, th- yeah, I think you've actually met him because he's a proper hardcore listing. Okay. What's like his second fan. name? I can't remember. It's not Steve Mooney, is it? No, I don't think it is. Steve. I can f- I'll find him on Twitter anyway yeah. when you're talking because <laughs> I don't listen. Yeah, of course. Why would you? And, but yeah, he, he came over and he was like, 76. I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, turns out he was on his stag do in Nottingham. Right. We are having a great chat. Steve wants to be a stand-up comedian, so he ran a couple of jokes past me, um, gave him a bit of feedback. <laughs> Just silence and crickets were my feedback. <laughs> um, but good luck to him. Good luck to you, Steve. Um, yeah, and eventually I had to tell him to go and rejoin his stag do, because um, that's what he's in Nottingham for. And he was the stag? He was the stag. Brilliant. In fact, he's getting married this week. Right. It might be like the 27th or the 23rd or something. So good luck Steph, getting married around Christmas, mate. Best wishes, mate. Yeah, best wishes. Um, but yeah, actually being recognised for being 76. How cool in a, that? in a random fucking city that yeah. we chose. In a random stand-up gig that we weren't planning on going to. That's and I got, amazing. I got recognised. And he even called one like his best man or one of his stag party over to tell him how good my beats and my projects were. <laughs> That's a good night so I, was, out. I was pleased with that, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolute gold. Okay. That's the one I wanted. I wanted to shoot <clears> on him. Um, do you want to do your next one? I can do my number two. Um, Parp. Uh, yeah, just a, another little short one, but being the massive hip-hop fan that I am since, let's say, 1989, I think is when I got into hip-hop. So I'm, I was 13 then. So do the maths. That's 30 years of uh, hip-hop fanboying, like yes. in love with hip-hop for longer than my children. It's longer, longer than anything, right? Just right. absolutely in love with it. My favourite group of all time, Tribal Quest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's difficult to say your favourite group. I bet you we just like, did, so I'm holding you to that. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's on record now, isn't it? Yeah. It's recorded history. Yeah. Bollocks. But I get everyone's probably got about 20 favourite groups. Yeah, right, but, but yours is Tribal Quest. But mine is a Tribal Quest. Yeah, official. Right, yeah, so Q-Tip, Alicia, Muhammad, Fife Dog, Jarrah yeah. Ruby, etc., etc. So um, Alicia, Muhammad formed a group, uh, like a live jazz group, with um, a chap called Adrian Young, who's the guy that scored Luke Cage, if you've watched Luke Cage on Netflix. I haven't. Oh, okay, it's amazing. 
Um, I think it's like three seasons of it or something. But he scored that. He's also like a hip hop producer, live musician, etc. And they've formed a band called Midnight Hour, um, which is like a jazz, soul, hip hop live band. It's my favourite album of last year. It's absolutely wonderful. So check it out if you get a chance. But Tash and I went to see them live in London. Can't remember when. Maybe August, July, maybe. Maybe earlier than that. I can't remember. Um, got there super early and ended up waiting for two hours. You know I mean? You get to a gig too early. Yeah. And they come out too late. So we were standing at the front of the stage, just us and the guy sweeping the dance floor um, for about two hours until it filled up. And then Ali Shaheed came out and he literally sat on the chair directly in front of us. So as close as you are to me. Right. It's so like when you are next to one of your heroes. Yeah. Like, you know, you've done it a lot of times, I'd imagine. But yeah. Literally, Ali Shaheed Muhammad is sitting like... Oh, you're talking about him not me. sitting opposite me now. You're the second right, most okay. exciting hero that I've That's official. That's me. official. Yeah, on record. <laughs> yes, that was really great. I should clarify, I'm on Stu's lap at the moment, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he, sh- he shuffled around his, the island in his kitchen, and now he's on my lap. I can't keep still. I've had Chris in my trousers for the last... <laughs> Let's talk about the first thing that comes up. <laughs> yeah, so afterwards, um, I went and bought the LP, because I love buying a bit of merch, you know, etc., and queued up to meet Ali Shaheed Muhammad, the nicest guy, as they always are, like the nicest guy. Yeah. And I said, we've been uh, standing there for two hours waiting for you to come out. And I also said that, you know, when I was at college, like Low End of Fury, the Tropical Quest album, uh, got me through college. I went through two LPs, two tapes, and a CD. Like, I listened to it so much. I like, wore the vinyl out, wore the tapes out. Um, and he actually wrote on the vinyl for me, like when he signed it, um, thanks for all the support and thanks for waiting for us. Um, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, which is really great. That's so cool. Mate, amazing, right? And then, um, yeah, met Adrian Young afterwards as well. But yeah, going there, seeing my favourite album of the year, performed live, um, and meeting one of my um, hip-hop heroes, yeah. and chatting to him afterwards, and him writing a personal message on that, that LP was just yeah. absolutely super. Yeah, and had a picture with me and Tash and stuff. Yeah, and liked the picture afterwards as well when I put it on Instagram. Lovely. Yeah, golden times. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm going to throw a gig in there then. Do it. Um, so last year, I didn't really get to see that many bands, but this year I've started going to see a lot again. Um, last week I went and saw a band, Chris will probably contest any of these exist, a band called David Devontley, Spirit Wife. Um, I, I went and saw them in the Water Rats last week. Uh, I've, who else have I seen this year? Uh, Pet Shop Boys, Squeeze. Never heard of them. Um, who else? Uh, Gary Newman. Um, but the, the 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 gig that I went and saw uh, maybe three weeks ago was one of the greatest gigs I've ever seen, and it was the first time I'd seen someone that is uh, is one of my probably in my top three recording artists, and and that's Billy Bragg. And uh, I went to Cambridge um, with uh, my my bestie, a uh, cunt from Company Gang, who um, will be in the Within on the 4th of uh, January Is recording. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Favourite and biggest is different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Biggest, I think probably I'll go with Boris Johnson. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, I don't know. Lying... So, Cheating, yeah. Manipulating, yeah. Boris Johnson, not not counting the gang, right? Oh, you? Oh, right, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an awful human being. I was reading down some notes I made. 
um, yeah, so uh, I, I went to Cambridge uh, to, to, to the uh, Corn Exchange and whilst in the Witherspoons uh, having a quick pint before, uh, got to 528, knew he was on stage at 8, no support. Um, I said to Cunt, we better hurry up. So we, we got to the Corn Exchange, gave my ticket in and the guy went... Do yourself a favour, mate. You might want to go to the junction. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, I went to the wrong venue. <laughs> so I had to like bomb across town to uh, to the Cambridge Junction. And Billy's been doing these shows where one night he plays, he plays like small venues and he'll do three nights there. The first night he'll play his first three albums, second night, second three, and, and so on. Um, the first three, as much as I pretty much love everything Billy Bragg's ever done, are the kind of more angular angry political albums and then the second three there's uh, a lot of heartbreak and they're my favourite Billy Bragg albums by a mile and the, and and Workers Playtime was one that got me through college and it was the week before the election so Billy was also using it as an opportunity to to um, to spread the, the love of things that aren't Tory Um and so his, his lyrics and his songs, so I'm not familiar with. Okay. I know him obviously, but yeah. I'm not familiar with any of his any his work at all. Yeah. I don't think. Um, so all this, the, the albums that you grew up listening to, are they still relevant today? Like as in, like like what he was saying politically. Oh, massively. Now like, Yeah, I mean the, the first climates. Definitely, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was the big Labour thing that he was involved with, with like Weller and Somerville and, and things like Red Wedge. Um, and yeah, it's just. I like guess Jeff Somerville, you talk. Yes, yes. Jeff Somerville, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, and it was just lovely. It was just him and a guitar, and he sung Tank Park Salute, Valentine's Day is Over, She's Got a New Spell. All the songs that literally soundtracked, like, probably the few times I've had my heart broken. Like, they're my yeah. go to albums, and like, and just to stand there and hear him play them in a really small venue was yeah glorious so but yeah billy bragg um live so yeah what's next uh i just want to quickly say i should have said about that midnight hour album if you don't get a chance to listen to it but this might be controversial for some people but you know luther van dross so amazing yes like timeless like uh-huh. amazing song um so amazing song they actually replay it and cover it on the midnight hour midnight hour album um but use his original vocals to it and I think it's better than the original. All right. So again, if anyone well, checks this album out, check I, it out. If we talk Vandross, yeah. Um, uh, Vandreezy, man, easy. Well, I'm a couple of years older than you are, nice shoe. So yeah, literally a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Vandross was huge for me, mate. Honestly, when I was like what a voice, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. The give me the reason tour video, mate, was just on yeah. loop in my house. Um, Phenomenal song, I love that song. And when I go back to the Give Me the Reason album, yeah, I don't think it's aged well. Dan, for one thing, Dan, yeah. Dan to the production. So Jam, Jam and Lewis, did they do Gim, uh, Van Drossum? I think there's someone else. They done Alexander O'Neill. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, and yeah, Jam and Lewis done a lot of stuff there. Jam and Lewis are fucking brilliant. Um, as are the time. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, but but Van Dross for me the Never Too Much album. Yeah, 
I'd probably say he's in my top ten albums of all time. Mate, I wouldn't. Um, I, I think his voice is amazing. I think uh, A House Is Not A Home is one of the most beautiful records ever made. Amazing. Um, and I think... I've got a lovely cover, that. Really? A jazz cover. But <coughs> there's... Um, a, I think this is like 70s. Yeah. Um, uh, album by someone called Frank Cunimondo. The Frank Cunimondo Trio. Um, featuring uh, Lin, uh, Lynn Marino. And they cover House Is Not A Home. This isn't a joke. But no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. House Is Not A Home. Yeah. Uh, uh, We've Only Just Begun by The Carpenters. Beautiful record. Um, Animal Crackers, which is about, I love that song, right? Yeah. Animal Crackers in my soup. Yeah. Um, And Feeling Good, Nina Simone. Right. Actually, I'll link you the album because it's fucking okay. brilliant. But they cover House Is Not A Home. So Have you ever watched song. him perform that on YouTube? At the It must be like some sort of Motan Awards or something like that. Um, and it's insane. Yeah, the production. Mate. I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling this? No. I, I love the song. I love the song. It literally soundtracked my whole growing up as, as a very young lad at school. But, um, yeah, I just think the production's dated. Oh. Um, that's, that's a driving at night song, that is. That, Stop to Love, so amazing. Stop you to know, Love is a tune. It's, uh, yeah. That, that, that yeah. you know, if you was in Essex at that point and you was a young lad, you was listening, you know, me and my mates were listening to that. Yeah, that's good. That was around the time that night, do you remember Night Flight compilation? Night Flight compilation, yeah. Night Flight. Me and like, my dad listened to that, like, all the time. All there the was time. that, Alexander yeah. O'Neill, we was in the Cameo, we was in the yeah, SOS Lads. band. I just got an um, SOS band. Please LP tell me you didn't week. just say the Mac Lads. Only uh, Roses are Red, it was on... Um, Mac Band. Mac Band, sorry. Yeah, the Mac yeah, Band is a very apologies. different band. Yeah, sorry. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, this week I bought an SOS Band LP. Really? Yeah. Well, they're... Obviously, they wrote Heatwave Good LP to Me. And, yeah. Um, and I think the production on that, the synths on that, are just monster. Mate, phenomenal. Um, yeah, what a band. And... Yeah. Um, I got the Heatwave album because it's got um, Always and Forever on it. Yeah. Uh, but also, it was all written by Rod Temperton. Mm-hmm. Who wrote most of Off the Wall and Thriller? Yeah, and he's from Cleethorpes. He is. He's just yeah. over the bridge, yeah. and uh, I'm sure he's probably got quite a big bastard house. Um, <laughs> yeah. At least four bed. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it's an extender. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Buckwood's toilet. So, uh, you got any left? I've got one left. Go on, and you finish. The most significant moment for me of 2019. Very personal one. Um, after a very tough 18 months to two years in my personal life, very, very tough. Um, finally, after a lot of hard work um, and emotion and uh, downs, uh, I finally found a wonderful place to live with the most wonderful woman I've ever met, uh, Flash Tag Development, um, Super Tash. Um, her and I found a place together and we've been living together since September um, and it's absolutely wonderful. We get to spend time together, um, enjoy each other. We've both got the same interests, the same sense of humour, the same music taste, just everything. It's absolutely wonderful. Like She's my best mate. Um, and it's, it's just absolutely changed my life around. So in terms of 2019, that's my most significant moment. I also get to have all of my vinyl in my front room. Yeah, mate. Which is probably the number one thing I love her for. Yeah. Is that she's allowed me to have my records in my front room and my studio in there. That's a good woman. Mate, honestly. I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. That's that that makes me very happy to hear Thank that, Stu, because you know, obviously 
we've been friends for a long time. So, yeah. uh, you know, we 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 was all aware of what you was going through, and 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 it it wasn't very nice. And it wasn't. Um, I don't think I would survive some days. Yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't be further away from that now, which is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few times when it was like, hey, are you going to be able to do the podcast? And it was like, well, I'm just literally living in a spare bedroom at my dad's house, yeah. trying to do it in there. And it was like, yeah. fuck, that's a situation. Uh, and yeah, and it's amazing to, to see that you're happy. I am, mate. That's the main I'm thing. Over the moon. The yeah. future is looking incredible. Uh, thanks to Tash. Thank you, darling. I love you. And uh, and the penthouse, as we call it. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect way of finish. Um, thanks, mate. Well, here's to 2020. Looking forward to it, mate. Let's 2020. It thanks, Stu. Oh, yeah. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast. And it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a lot of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, and there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also... Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month, there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.